Hey, this is Ashley. And Shannon. Welcome to the Glorious Things Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we remember the glorious things we have forgotten, like why it's called good news. We're having conversations about what it actually means to be a Christian while we wrestle with questions and beliefs. One thing we do know is that we are loved and included, and so are you. Well, Ashley, here we are. Hi. Yeah. We're back. Hey, We're everybody. really glad everybody's still listening because it's really fun and really good. I heard from Heidi in Australia today. She's probably going to shoot me for mentioning her. That's okay. We love you, Heidi. We do. I love her so much. And sent her uh, the video of the kids at Chick-fil-A today because she had never seen That's right. anything about Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So. You got to meet two of Praise my kids. But um, she said she really enjoys the podcast because it's like just... She can picture just sitting around chatting with us, having a coffee or something. And yeah. I'm like, that's good. Or Dr. Pepper or Dr. Sangria. Pepper or Sangria. Today it's Dr. Pepper. So yeah, I'm happy that she feels that way because yeah. sometimes I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. Or I left a burp in or whatever. And but she <laughs> she liked it. So that made me happy. I hope everybody's still enjoying it. Before we start talking about mm-hmm. our our, you know, our subjects of the day, I want to talk about something really important. Uh, yeah. Stranger Things 4. It's very important. It's my favorite season. Chapter so one or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah the first, the first yeah, part. Yeah. This has been my most horrific. <laughs> so, I, I told the kids I made them stop watching it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I won't let them watch the no. season. It's rough. And but I love it. I love how it ended. Or like, I love. I just, I just thought that. And I am the opposite of horror movies or scary stuff. I hate them. But you loved this. But for some reason, I can handle Stranger Things and I completely enjoy it. And I think part of it's the era that yeah. it's set in because yeah. it's childhood. Mm-hmm. But also, like, have you ever seen that film Super 8? Mm-mm. Come on. No. It's, it reminds, I think it's a J.J. Abrams film. It reminds you of E.T., like the kids, huh. the gang kids that are friends when yeah. they're little. Super yeah. 8, find the alien that when the train crashes and... It's it's it reminds me so much of Stranger Things, oh, except it doesn't it. have as much exorcism evil stuff in Dude, it. Dude, that was great. But uh, see, this, that's why I was like, what, when did this turn horror movie? Like, I, I, just, I, I think it's because they're older. The kids are older mm-hmm. on it. I guess that's why. Yeah, I just wanted it to be more sci-fi and less horror. I know, I know. But I, but I do love the way it. I mean, the end of this first part. I really. I was shocked. I'm. I like their little plot twists. Me too. I I like that. I like but yeah, that. I really liked it. I've been watching that. And then mm-hmm. I, I went back after this because it's been a few years since I watched right? all the others. Yeah. So I started on season one. Yeah. So now I'm on like the first or second episodes of uh, episode of season three. Mm-hmm. On to other things that are horrific. Okay. <laughs> the Southern Baptist Convention releasing yeah. the list, 205 page list. Yeah, it was over 400 pages, but 400 the list of abusers are 205. It's like 205 pages of just the abuses. It goes and back, the abusers. I think I saw 1967 as one of the dates up till mm. recent. Yeah, it covers. It's not like yesterday, but it's right. recent times. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't read it all. I, yeah, I had to stop too. It's maddening. Yeah, it it's pain, it's very painful. And reading it, it's like, over and over and over again and it you just, just want to scream just and you so, just think of all the kids it, and yeah. most of them are children that i read mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that may not be true if i kept reading but i don't i think you're right i mean 
I don't think it gets any. It's bad. Yeah. What would you like to start with? Would you have, do you have some things to say before we go into the email? Because that's not a, you know, that's not a big deal. It's just interesting what we did, but I, what are your thoughts? What do you think? What do you want to talk about? Yeah. I think that what, what's on my mind, what's on my mind the most is I think it was a TikTok that I saw Mm -hmm. and I, and y'all have probably seen it, but it's, I guess one of the pastors admits from the pulpit that he had an affair oh yes you saw it right it's, it, it's so uncomfortably heartbreaking i was and i got annoyed <laughs> yeah so it's he, horrible it is horrible he admits he has an he had an affair and the woman he had the affair with was there at the church and she gets up and she says I was 16 years old and you took my virginity from me on your office floor. Yeah. He raped her. He raped her. A child. So he gets up and he said he had an affair and she gets up and it's like, you raped me. And they come around this pastor. They come around the pastor. And pray and for him. And somebody else, love you, pastor. Mm-hmm. While this woman, I think yeah. her husband's standing next to yep. her. I'll put it on the, yep. I'm going to put it on the website if I can download it and, and get it on the website. Yeah, it's, if not, I'll put a link to it. If, if I'm sure it's on YouTube by now. Yeah. And I'm like, this woman is up there. Yeah. Bearing her soul Mm -hmm. and calling out this horrific acts Mm -hmm. with an S not just one. Yeah. And they're praying for the pastor. I get pray for your dang enemies, but they weren't acting like he, Uh -uh. like if I, I wonder if anybody in the audience was like, call the cops. I know that that's why I was, thinking like what what is happening i can't understand it's horrible so which again it felt very cult-like that they were that they believed him yes i'm looking something up sorry over her yes and and it made me you know just stick to your stomach and i think that's i can't i looked to see what our southern baptist churches had to say about it in our the community. Ones in Savannah, yeah. Yeah. And so I got online and I made a list of the, the biggest ones that I that I know. And I went on their Facebook pages and their websites. And they all do a virtual service option. So everything is online. Everything's online. Everything's up. <clears throat> and so I um went through all of their services and listened to see if any of them had anything to say from the pulpit about the right, did they address it? Did they address it? So I did six that like the local church, local churches, yeah. Southern Baptist churches. None of them had any information on their website about the scandal. Mm-hmm. And I listened to six Sunday morning services. Jeez, that's... And it was painful. Yeah, it was painful. It. I actually listened to seven. I did. I listened to seven. I'll, I'll get to the la- that one in a minute. One of them had something to say. One pastor got up from the pulpit and said okay. that there was a report that came out from the SBC that it was damning and devastating. And he said, and I really appreciated this. He said, I've never hidden anything in any denomination, anything going on anywhere. And I'm not going to start now. Good for him. And he said, we have a problem. He said, even though it was a small group in the Southern Baptist Convention leadership, 
he told them what was happening. When abuse was reported, they were ignored, made to feel like it was their fault. And, and he basically said, you know, I'm going to talk more on this Wednesday night, but we have a really big problem and good for him. And this is not okay. That was the only pastor that, that said anything about it in town. Yeah. Yeah. And then my son (laughs) kind of got wind of what was kind of happening. Really? He was asking me what was going on. And I, I basically said like people in the Southern Baptist convention leaders, um, had a list of people who are hurting women and children and they kept it secret and hidden. And he said, he goes, bro, that's not even church anymore. (laughs) He's like, that's corrupt. And you're not even worshiping God anymore. It's sick. Okay. (laughs) That was like mouths of babes. That's an 11 year old boy. Absolutely right. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're right, dude. That was really disappointing for me. Yeah. I, I, don't know why I had expectations higher than that from I did, our. I did too. I'd hoped. Yeah. That they would mm-hmm. say something. I really appreciated the one pastor yeah. that did. Following <laughs> up what Ashley did, which I'm glad it was you and not me that listened to seven sermons. I was blessed my child. <laughs> if 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 we did believe in works getting us there, you'd probably have the highest seat right now for oh, sitting for, for seven sure. Or at least like another level of my mansion or something. Yeah. Gosh. So then Ashley and I discussed, should we send emails out to different Southern right. Baptist churches? Mm-hmm. So I did, while she was listening to the sermons, <laughs> I probably, I'd say anywhere, probably about 25 all over the country. Yeah. I'm talking mm-hmm. from Massachusetts down to the South to Texas mm-hmm. to like Ohio. I think I did one in Arizona. I did Portland, Seattle, California. Kentucky. I mean, just mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I heard back from one. <laughs> and I even resent <sighs> some mm-hmm. of just a few just going. It was a lot. It was a labor. It was a Memorial Day weekend. Right. So basically what we said, I introduced myself contacting your church for comment about a formerly secret list of sexual abusers recently released by the Southern Baptist Convention's executive committee. And just ask them a few questions. Does your pastor plan to address the matter with the congregation? If it has already been addressed before the congregation, how is that done and how is it received? Has there been a directive from the Southern Baptist Convention as to how pastors should handle the allegations? If so, what's the directive say? We're not looking to smear any individual or church con- congregation as Christians ourselves are trying to gauge what's happening in the midst of the horrible abuses that have come to light. Yeah. Literally just want to know if anybody's yeah. mentioning it. Because if you're in a family and there's abuse and no one mentions it, it that's sick. Yep. Yeah. So therefore, the whole church community and family, mm-hmm. it's sick if they're not mentioning this. Yep. We heard back from one. We heard back mm-hmm. from zero churches in Savannah, including the one we used to go to. Yep. Now, I could go on this big path of frustration and anger, which a, a bit of me, and I get it that some of it's righteous. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. However... We know some of the hell that one of these preachers has been going through. Yeah. Yeah. And mercy triumphs, man. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know why they haven't, or if they did and didn't record it. Yeah. No clue. I don't know. No clue. So that being said, we heard back from one out of mm-hmm. 20 something emails. Yeah. And I was going to send more of them like, no, why? I and, think, yeah, and, you pretty much had your answer. Yeah. And and the, <laughs> the pastor who wrote back was really cool. Mm-hmm. He's from Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Let me just tell you a little bit about what he said. 
He was revolted by the information released Sunday from the SAR report. Uh, he, he said, I read the report over the course of the last week, mm-hmm. unable to digest more than 40 or so pages at a time. Yeah. The report was truly damning and disturbing. I addressed the church about it at the Sunday gathering, which was right after it came out, which yeah. was, I'm so happy mm-hmm. to hear that. And I told yeah. him in my response to this, mm-hmm. we're not, I mean, it doesn't matter really if we think you're right or wrong. That's not why I'm saying thank you for doing this. It's right. not like you get my approval. That's yeah. not what I meant by even responding to it. I just said, it's just healthy to know that somebody did this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he said, first, we did it in four main points. We expressed shock, regret, and the need for repentance and real, real change. Mm-hmm. Survivors should be honored, believed, treated with dignity, and helped to find appropriate tools for healing. Um, second, we emphasized our ongoing Wounded Heart Ministry, which aims to help survivors of sexual trauma. We encourage any survivors to reach out to the appropriate private point of contact to engage in that ministry. Mm-hmm. When I responded to him, I was like, that's really good that you guys have that. Yeah. I'm interested to know if any of your counselors are licensed and trained. Yeah. Because, and I told him at the church we grew up, right. I, spent, I, I, I was 20 mm-hmm. when I started going. Mm-hmm. That's growing up, isn't it? But <laughs> yeah. you were there since you were five. Yeah. But I said in the in the church that we were in, they had some counselors who would basically tell you Bible verses and call that counseling. Or they had one guy who would convince you that you weren't saved. And it was her really, really, really damaging to a couple yeah. of people in particular. Yeah. I haven't gotten an answer. He said he'd be happy to answer any more questions. But I, I waited several days. So it's only been a few days since I, or a couple of days since I wrote yeah. back. Yeah. Um, but I was just curious mm. because I hope the churches like Hillsong mm-hmm. not taking it to the police and trying right. to handle it inside. I get, I'm glad that there's a ministry. I want to know. I hope that churches are uh, equipping people who are counselors mm-hmm. or a ministry mm-hmm. that they know how to counsel people. Yeah. That they're trained because this is like life or death for a lot of people. For sure. Yeah. And um, so I was glad that he was responding with that. Third, we emphasize our commitment to maintain safe environments for children and youth as many survivors were abused at those ages. Mm-hmm. We reminded our congregation of the mechanisms and standards we have in place to protect children and volunteers. And they had an intentional time of prayer for those who've been abused inside and outside of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't d- received any directives from the SBC because. SBC churches are autonomous. No such directive should have been or will be forthcoming. Shedding light on this despicable sexual abuse is critical to bringing healthy healing to individuals and to churches. He was, I mean, he, was, he mm-hmm. you know, kudos yeah. to him. I appreciate him That's responding. That's back. Just the one. Yeah. I'm so disappointed that none of the local churches responded. Yeah. It's, I feel like I, I really want to give our church a pass. I, 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 I want to because of I everything. want to give him a pass. I want to give him a pass, but yeah. I, I still think it's sh- there's more than one pastor at that church. I mean that's true, and it, sh- it sh- has to be addressed. I agree, wholeheartedly. Yeah, I, I. But here's what we've talked about before. This is what's come up over and over again in my head as I'm, you know, we're doing this and looking into this past couple of weeks. This stuff. We protect the church. Mm-hmm. We do not protect the people. Yeah. I think that's the biblical definition of a freaking idol. Oh, isn't it though? Like, 
I mean, we protect this machine. Oh my gosh. We protect the machine that has the programs and the buildings and the money. Yeah. Instead of the people. And if it's getting swept under the rug, mm -hmm. which it is, that is gross. Mm -hmm. And it's disturbing. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's it's not appropriate. It's not an appropriate no response publicly. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I don't we listen to their online stuff. Maybe they didn't want to post it online and they talked to their yeah, to their congregations without being recorded because it's such an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. Thank God. If that's the case, good. But it's really it's really weird that none of these websites that mm -hmm. I went to yeah, and I didn't. All of them didn't have a website, and I wasn't able to get on all of them. But a lot of yeah. them, when I'm emailing, mm. I didn't see anything. It's like crickets. Yeah. So if you're being abused at this point by someone in 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 church, and this is the response, mm -hmm. you are not going to come forward. No. It's just <laughs> so. So that brings us back around again to the churches we know it. Is mm -hmm. done. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like this. This is cannot, the nail in the coffin. Yeah, and not For because sure. we want it to be done. The church as we know it, you cannot continue to function. Yeah, as a massive business mm -hmm. machine, mm -hmm. and continue sweeping stuff under the rug and be healthy. And the way things are going, people aren't going to let that go. Oh, I hope we're Which I they hope shouldn't. they're done. I hope it's like but this kind of Christianity, I'm gonna go so far as to say this isn't Christianity. You may love Jesus and go to a church. Yeah. But it's so it feels this is not Christianity. It's cultural. This, it's cultural. <laughs> it feels like this is what you do on the Sunday mornings. This is what our culture in America and people can this is what it looks like. Yeah, people can talk about it being the deep south. I went to Southern Baptist Church in California. Same mm -hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. where I grew up when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Same thing. So I think no matter where you are right now, I would like you to think about that. And I mean, I'm interested to hear, what do you think? Where are we going? What's the point? Yeah. What is the point? What is the point? I mean, isn't there a scripture that says if you don't have love, you're like a loud clanging symbol. Mm -hmm. Everything's worthless, worthless yeah. without love. You thinking that you have love yeah. because you have a ministry that gives canned food to people, but sweep abuse under the rug is not love. You don't have love. You're a noise. Mm -hmm. Individuals got it. We're, I'm not going to keep saying that because we are going to say this right one time. We understand mm -hmm. that a lot of the individuals that go to these churches that are not in control of these churches and some of the people on staff mm -hmm. don't have the power to do what they think needs to be done and really, truly love people. Okay. We're going to say it. Mm -hmm. There we go. It's done. We know that. We know. However, how do you want to keep being a part of that? Right. There is nowhere else to go from here. Mm -hmm. Either you walk away from Christianity or you get to know why you are a Christian, which is, what we're going to talk about a little more, which is Christology mm -hmm. and what it is and why it's important. If you're not yeah. a Christian, that's okay. But that's if cool. you're saying you're a Christian from this point on, mm -hmm. I don't know what to say or ask about church. There are millions just in America. 
Mm -hmm. And then you have, you know, Britain, Great Britain, and then you have Europe. And Mm -hmm. there are so many people in evangelical churches. Mm -hmm. What are you guys going to do? Like, are you just going to keep going like nothing? Yeah. Do you just keep... Is that... that, Whose responsibility is this? Right. (laughs) Sunday, it felt listening to all of the sermons mm-hmm. and just disappointment after disappointment sermon after sermon it was it was like our heads are in the sand no, nothing to see here keep moving yes nothing's going on yes and that was that baffled me yeah are we not gonna talk about it are we gonna right. do nothing right it's burning like you're in the church i'll and it's tell you burning what if down. they don't the behind the back frustrations and talking are going to be part of what brings it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you can't stay healthy if you are even healthy in the beginning as a community with that happening or without addressing Mm -hmm. the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. I think it goes beyond looking at scripture in acts, let's say, or the gospels, Mm -hmm. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, how they did church because that has been a whole movement for another 20 years. Yeah. Home church. Not, I'd rather go to a church in a home. Yeah. What, what, what we call church to me when you and I get together, that feels like church. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have, haven't prayed for a long time together. Yeah. But it still feels like church because we're seeking Mm -hmm. the truth and we, but we are seeking Jesus and truth. Mm Mm-hmm. And working out, yeah, yeah, what he's done and what it means to us mm-hmm. and what we believe, yeah. And to me, that's mm-hmm. that's church. Mm-hmm. My worship is, in a lot of ways, like looking at my kid. I feel mm-hmm. thankfulness and joy. Nature does it for yeah. me. Sitting still, mm-hmm. I I I sense him, and mm-hmm. it's outside of me. Mm-hmm. his presence but i also know i'm learning the part about him being in me mm-hmm. is something i'm learning so to me that's i am the church and that's why right. we function in this way but yeah. i'm saying where do we go from here as the as what what have we been calling it the institution the institution mm-hmm. if you feel called to it yeah if you feel that you're supposed to be and i said mm-hmm. called quote unquote because i don't mm-hmm. know if that's language that is used anymore it was when we were in it so i guess what i was thinking is in the new testament a lot of this movement is doing mm-hmm. home church and stuff like we talked to one of our friends barbara right mm-hmm. that this is a cool thing they have going on yeah yeah it's good mm-hmm. so i'm not busting on the people trying to do different types of church mm-hmm. get creative that's great mm-hmm. that's not what i'm talking about here what i'm talking about is that can't be the answer to this crisis yeah You can't just look at the way the disciples and the early church Mm -hmm. did church and we need to get back to the basics. It is not, I always used to laugh when people planted home churches and stuff because they're like, we're going to do it like the early. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, you aren't healing the sick and raising the dead. Not all of you have put in all of your wealth and thrown it all in so that everybody can share it. Yeah. So all you're doing <laughs> is meeting in a smaller group at people's homes like the disciples did. Mm-hmm. There's literally mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah. They did communion yeah. every time they met. They, you yeah. know, they they lived it because they mm-hmm. had been in the presence of the one who was the one who made them. Mm-hmm. So can we. Mm-hmm. But we have these programs instead. 
Well, so we institutionalized we've, it. It's an institution. Yeah. So my question is, and we talked about mm. this with William and Barbara when they were here. Right. Even little things can get institutionalized. There's always yep. going to be some, some hierarchy, like mm. William said, and that's true. So yeah. what I'm saying here is that can't be your answer. If it is your answer, it's going to grow the same thing unless you deal with the root of the problem. Right. Yeah. You're just, you're not even dealing with the problem. No. You're just redoing what you are, what's already being done. Because it's all we know how to do yeah. because we're institutionalized. Yeah. Even when we think we're on the outer edges, we're institutionalized. Right. I've been out of it for 20 something years and I'm still institutionalized in a lot of instances and I'm learning that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can't admit it, you don't even know that you can't shouldn't do it or if you don't realize it oh this feels like the matrix oh my gosh are Isn't we taking the funny? red pill what's happening i don't know it but it does feel very matrix like yeah it's modern day evangelical fundamentalist christianity as christians in this mindset and in this system mm -hmm. it is a system oh yeah for sure we don't know how to do it we either <laughs> get out and get really angry yeah check and start podcasts right? <laughs> or you get out and walk away or you mm -hmm. stay in it and you do have some form of health because you've discovered who he is for yourself mm -hmm. if you still believe and you meet him face to face for yourself mm -hmm. but you're still in the mindset because you don't know any different mm -hmm. except for what he shows you which is how you're being healthier but it's not what we it's almost like it's not what we do that's going to change anything Right. It's who we know, which brings us mm -hmm. to why I wanted to bring in Christology, because I've heard mm -hmm. so much about it. Christology, I've heard it a lot in the circles we've been mm -hmm. in that you you say I introduced you to like William Paul Young in the shack and John yep. Crowder, but you yep. really pulled me into that Baxter Kruger, Brad Jersak circle. Because I deep dive, Sharon. Yes, you do deep dive, <laughs> and you're the best deep diver I know, which you're I precious. love. I love. Oh. And... And they talk a lot about Christology mm -hmm. and the Trinitarian mm -hmm. theology. Like, yeah. is that what it's called? Is that what Baxter Kruger calls mm -hmm. it? I think so. And so. What? Perichoresis. Perichoresis. Well, I'll put his website. Up. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's, yeah. You hear us talk about being included. It's that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going off on that. We've talked about <laughs> it before. So I'm going to put a video up by John Crowder, one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. I asked his permission just before we started recording because I didn't think about it ahead of time. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to play a clip unless we get his permission. It's, it's called the, he has a, a YouTube yeah. channel, show channel called mm -hmm. the Jesus trip. And this one's from way back in, I think 2015, but it's called why Christology. Yeah. And he talks about, you know, if yeah. you don't have this, then you are going to lose the plot early. Right. What is Christology? So mm -hmm. this is just some excerpts about from what he says in the first like few minutes of his video as I was looking. So the actual definition of Christology is the branch of Christian Christian theology relating to the person, nature, and role of Christ. Um, and then John Crowder says in this video, each of Paul's churches went one of two ways, legalism or Gnosticism. Mm -hmm. Now we are well acquainted with legalism. Good friends. We could tell you the story. I wouldn't over say and good friends, again. but we are well acquainted. Oh, we, we know it. <laughs> uh, and Gnosticism, I've heard the word a lot, but it's a prominent heretical movement of the second century Christian church, partly of pre Christian origin. Gnostic doctrine taught that the world was created and ruled by a lesser divinity 
and that Christ was an emissary of the remote supreme divine being, esoteric knowledge of whom enabled the redemption of the human spirit. So I guess it's more like wishy-washy, it sounds like. He was God, but he was like, it's a distant God, and he kind of mm -hmm. came and did something. I don't know. I don't. I'll be honest with you. Every time I hear them talking about Gnostics and Gnosticism, it I get a little, it gets me confused. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, so I'm, I'm not just, one of those people. I just read the definition. <laughs> I'm still not sure what it means. Yeah. To me, it seems more of, of a more remote God and yeah. not fully incorporated and in relation with one another or us. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what it sounds like. It sounds more remote, mm -hmm. but who knows? If you know, let me know. Email us. There are a lot of y'all that know. Yeah, know. I'm sure. Way better <laughs> than I do. So each of Paul's churches went one of two ways, legalism or Gnosticism. But a strong dose of Christology blows both of these things out of the water. Christology is not about Jesus's good works or the example he gave us. Like, what would Jesus do? And this is still from, from Crowder's video. It's not about teaching us to live a better life or even obedience. You can say that Jesus is Lord until the cows come home, but still be a diehard legalist who's trying to please the CEO, <laughs> a.k.a. Jesus, and work your way into his favor because you don't really know who he is. Mm -hmm. Christology is not about what Jesus did. Yeah. Uh, Christology is concerned with the nature and person mm -hmm. of who he is, mm -hmm. his being as the Christ. Think of his being and not his doing. Yeah. He, he, in his existence, holds together the divine nature and the human nature in one unmingled person. When I talk about his nature, even then we get mixed up because I don't just mean his nature in that, oh, Jesus was good natured. He was a really nice guy. Then we jump right into thinking and doing again. We are so programmed that to thinking so and doing. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Christology is about the essence of his being existing as the God man. Mm -hmm. It's not just that God was wrapped up in him, but because he exists, God is permanently united to our humanity. There is no undoing our union with him. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get to or write any more down. Or his union with us. He came oh. to be with us. He's fully, we're... Not just, okay, let's get this clear. He goes on, which I was really excited about, but I didn't have time to go through it. Yeah. Because I'm a procrastinator about the second Adam and how mm -hmm. the Christology, when you know who he is, mm -hmm. he, he is the second. It blows the first Adam out of the water. He yeah. is far more yeah. with us than we even understand. Uh -huh. Like he is the undoing of, of Adam. Yeah. is my words, not John Crowder's. But <laughs> so that being said, mm -hmm. If you want to know Jesus, to me, this is the road you got to take. It's just yeah. him. Yeah. It's not about how he, how you act. It's not about acting like him. It's not about mm -hmm. being like him. It's not about having his nature even. Mm -hmm. It's not about being kind because Jesus was kind. He wants me to turn the other cheek. Mm -hmm. It's sitting and being still and knowing. Mm -hmm. And I'm still seeking this for myself and getting little glimpses. And it's flipping mind-blowing in between mm. the crappiness of these last yeah. months and years yeah it's him mm -hmm. there's no one else there's nothing else you need if you mm. want to know jesus and you want to be a christian if he is not our source mm -hmm. if he is not the one we sit still and know if he is not the one who helps us realize in him we live and move and have our being we cannot be separated. He never wanted to separate it. It was in our minds. 
He's right here. He's never leaving. He's always loving. And he doesn't care what you call yourself. Mm. And if that's not the Jesus that we're following, you flush it down the toilet because oh, it's yeah crap. I just don't think there's any other way mm -hmm. to be from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> because his presence and education will help us love the wounded, face the crap, mm -hmm. shine light in the darkness, which is what abuse is. It's absolutely vile darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Be able to face what you don't want to face. Mm -hmm. There's no other way forward except this Jesus. And if, if except him, he himself, mm -hmm. I don't even want to, not sure about the name Christian anymore. I genuinely do not enjoy calling myself a Christian. Yeah. I do not like it. Yeah. <laughs> At all. I know. And because of everything, because of the Southern Baptist Convention, because of Hillsong, there, there's a laundry list of reasons and they're valid, good reasons. And it keeps growing. We're not hearing less about atrocities we're hearing more about atrocities right i can't that cannot stand no we as followers of christ whatever you want to call us we can't continue to give our money and our time to these institutions that continue to commit these atrocities they will not stop no I, they're not going to stop no until we stop giving them the power no and I think what else has to happen, which I trust the Holy Spirit, and I trust that he speaks through so many ways to help people mm -hmm. understand this, to help us understand it, to help others that are listening and other people that will never hear us understand this. It is not about the big. Mm -hmm. It's not about the big things that we think are a core part of being a Christian in the Western right? church. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to harp on it. I promise the whole gathering. Yeah. Don't forsake this fellowship. Mm -hmm. Forsake it and have fellowship with the Holy spirit. Amen. Have fellowship with the father, son and spirit that never mm -hmm. leave you, that never forsake you that are for you, not against you start there mm -hmm. and then build your fellowship. Yeah. And I don't think that's against what that scripture, the spirit of that scripture means. Don't forsake the fellowship. You can't do it on your own. Right. You don't need to. Right. But you cannot draw from others before you draw from Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's what we rely on week after week after yes. week is coming and meeting and listening to a pastor and listening to a Sunday school teacher and doing. We're always drawing from the pastor, the Sunday school teacher, the small group leader, the denominational the denomination. beliefs yeah. that we've grown up in or come into. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the basics. It's the having to go every Sunday. It's yeah. the it's the studying the Bible, mm -hmm. which is an idol. I had okay. I have to say this. Say it. <laughs> and this person I genuinely love dearly. Yes, but they're and I'm not even going to tell you if it was a boy or girl. So I'm going to use um, their they pronoun. The the they pronoun. <laughs> their goal was to read through the Bible forty times by the time they turn forty. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and they did. They did it. Right. And kudos to them for doing it. But I just, I, I, it, it, it's, it feels like an idol. Yeah. And I don't, I. <laughs> it's scary to say that the Bible feels like an idol because mm -hmm. we've grown up in it. 
I think the Bible's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the way that the Bible has helped me in in two main ways, I can say, where I understand what you're saying. And Mm -hmm. I completely agree. I think the word of God is the living Jesus. Right. He's the living word. He's always speaking. Mm -hmm. I do not think that the Bible, and neither do you, because I know we've discussed it. I'm Mm -hmm. just laying some groundwork here. Right. We do not believe that it is perfect. Correct. (laughs) I believe it's historical documents that have been gathered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I believe that some of it is some stories that, just like our own stories, okay, Mm -hmm. that the living God can bring truth and hope through. Mm -hmm. I like Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I like the Gospels, and I like Acts, because... Mm -hmm. I like Jesus. Yeah. And that's the only way I know about some of the things he did. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. I also love when my mind is thinking hateful thoughts about myself. Mm -hmm. The Psalms a lot of the time have helped my, I think when it says it's a word, a lamp into your feet, a light to Mm -hmm. your path. That's what happens with me when I'm like, Oh, David was hating himself as well. Mm-hmm. He was in, in the depths of hell. He mm-hmm. was in the dirt. He was he was mad at God. He was and and God helps my mind know what he who he really is mm-hmm. through his presence and through sometimes showing me scriptures to mm-hmm. say, I am for you. Yeah. Not against you. So I the word as in the Bible that we mm-hmm. there is good. Mm-hmm. But when you use it and put it in a place that's a pedestal where it's not supposed to be. It's no different than the institution being Mm -hmm. out of control or the one thing that you think God only speaks through that. He will Mm -hmm. speak to you through it. If you believe that your whole life, he's so kind and so in love with you and so big Mm -hmm. that of course he'll speak through that. So yes, you're going to hear Jesus through the the Bible. Of course. Mm -hmm. But if you were alone on a desert island or in hell and you didn't have a Bible, the living Jesus is in you. He's yeah. not just with you. He's in you. And you're mm-hmm. not just with him. You're in him. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. can give you that revelation in any hell on mm-hmm. earth. That is one thing that we have to be willing to explore mm-hmm. if we want to keep going. Yeah. No way am I saying throw that away. And I know it's a beautiful, precious thing to a lot of people. Mm. That is not something I am ripping. I, 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 I don't dare do that to people's be- belief and and hope that they found mm. in the Bible. Mm. But Jesus is the living word. Mm. And the, as we've talked about before, the early church fathers, the Holy Spirit is the be all end all. Mm. Not, the, not the written word. Mm-hmm. Because as we learn more about it, we know. There's so much loss in translation, but he still is right here. Mm -hmm. So I think the fellowship thing, Mm -hmm. the Bible, what's another thing? Tithing. Oh yeah. Dude, if you can't give it with a cheerful heart. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have no clue what God says about it because I'm so confused. Well, we've been warped. So confused. I've gone over this with him, even in my Mm -hmm. untangling of beliefs. I have no clue if I'm in the right or wrong right now. I try to give, mm-hmm. but then I get scared to give because we never have a lot. So yeah. I I don't know, but what I do know is that kind of doing it mm-hmm. to get something back just be, or doing it because you're afraid, mm-hmm. that is not the spirit of God. Yeah. I can say that freely. He is not Zeus. Mm-hmm. 
if you don't tithe, he's still going to provide for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't disagree that sometimes when I have given freely, it's come back to me mm-hmm. even more. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I haven't given freely, I've been blessed beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but I'm telling you, if that is fear filled or yeah. guilt filled, be free. But if yeah. it's not, and you're giving out of a cheerful heart, freaking amazing. And it's mm-hmm. wonderful. If it's $4 or $4,000, mm-hmm. stop comparing. And there's other things like that. I just see that. What do mm-hmm. we go to Sundays for? Mm-hmm. Worship is not just music. Stop. You can worship God writing or playing a guitar or jogging or, I mean, it's so, it's part of me is so cynical that we even stop to say this. Is this a revelation? I I don't know. Oh my God. Jesus, help us. This is like kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah, Basically. And here we are still stuck here. Yeah. Be free people. One thing that I think is really interesting while you were talking, I was thinking of growing up in our Southern Baptist church, there was so much fear placed around meditating and yes. we didn't do yoga. We didn't meditate. Did you see the so thing? Dangerous. No, sorry. Thing? Did no. you? Okay. It's a friend of a friend that I hooked up with in another. I didn't hook up. That's not what no. I mean. <laughs> Jesus, give okay. me strength. I know this person through another friend that I knew in the UK and they're uh-huh. over in Australia, New Zealand area. And they put out a post the other day of how demonic yoga is. Oh my God. Okay. So sorry. I thought you were talking about that. I'm so sorry. No, but, but that's interesting too. So when we grew up, there was so much fear placed around meditating and how you really have to be careful with that and how really you shouldn't do that. <laughs> when I think that what we need to get back to is meditation. Yes. We need a lot. Isn't there scripture about of, the meditation of my heart? Yes. Isn't there something about saying be still and know? Yeah. That's yep. meditation. We are never still. Right. We never sit quietly. No. We never reflect. And when we're praying, we're doing something still. Right. We're not meditating, clearing your mind of everything and just being in that moment. Yep. That is foreign to like, I don't know, every Christian denomination. Yep. That is frowned upon. That is not okay. When the the irony is, I think that that's what individually we need to be doing. Yeah, I, I agree. If we don't, and I'm talking to myself, I'm preaching the choir mm. right here. Yeah, I mean. This is the only thing that has helped me survive. Mm-hmm. And it's not a this, it's not a thing, it's him. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it enough. Same. I should do it more, but as Brendan Manning says, don't shit all over yourself. Oh, he really does. And I agree with him. Yeah. Jesus is the way. And if you're not wanting that, then you're going to go down with the ship. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fall. I'm saying if you want to be a Christian, it's not in doing school. He is. He is the I am. He's it. Mm -hmm. He's the one who loves us. Mm -hmm. And if our eyes are not and i'm not talking about the scripture that we got pounded is fix your eyes on jesus finish the race yeah it's on me i gotta finish mm-hmm. this race mm-hmm. i gotta fix my eyes all you gotta do is rest and nobody is doing that rest and i'm telling yeah. you this is the way forward to be healthy mm-hmm. there are lots of ways forward oh for sure 
I am not a social justice kind of person. I am not a get out and do anymore. I used to be. Yeah. Maybe it'll come. <laughs> but right now I get that there's things we need to be doing as a society, like the church in its health and fullness should be helping with the mentally ill should be helping the homeless yeah. should be the place where people come home. Right. And, mm -hmm. and have a place mm -hmm. to be nurtured to health in any way, no matter what. And I'm not talking seminary, YWAM, new members classes. I'm talking yeah. full on, like, wasn't it Jackie Pollinger who said, you can't tell people they don't, they don't understand what it means that Jesus died for their sins. First, you've got to love them. Mm -hmm. If you don't mm -hmm. love people, give it up. Yeah. The Roman road and the chick tracks and all that. Oh, those chick tracks. Not mean to get off. I, I just, this whole Christology thing, he's mm -hmm. it. There's so much yeah. beautiful mystery in him. There's so much to explore. We we're on episode mm -hmm. 20 and we barely scratched the surface of questions mm -hmm. or things we don't understand or beautiful things that we've mm -hmm. gotten a little glimpse of in our, you know, and it's just, it's just Jesus. If I don't have him when my, like I've talked about before, when my sister died, he mm -hmm. stepped up. Mm -hmm. He came into my grief, mm -hmm. not my belief system. Yeah. Not my Ooh. YWAM days. Nothing. Jesus stepped in the person of Jesus. Mm -hmm. He's the one who saved my soul and my spirit from being crushed with grief. Yeah. He's the one who lifted that hell off my shoulder. Mm -hmm. He's the one who's brought us healing mm -hmm. as a family. Mm -hmm. He's the one who still comforts us in our grief. There's nobody, there's nobody else like him. If you want to fall, if you want to be a Christian and be healthy, this is it. And if you don't want to be a Christian and be healthy, then that's okay too. I have no worries about you. You're, you're in him. You're loved. Don't care if you believe. Yeah. I mean, that's the wrong way to say it. If you, do, if you don't want to be a Christian, don't. But if you do, stop perpetuating the unhealthy, vile, abusive system yeah. that eats up power just like politicians. Mm -hmm. And spits people out just yeah. like politics. It's gross. Mm. It's gross. I don't know what else to say. Get to know you some Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. What are you in it for if it's not yeah. to know him? What are you in it for? What are you guys in it for? What are we in it for? Want to know the truth? I don't know. I just stop being afraid of messing up. Jeez, Louise. Give yourself some... Yeah, there's a lot of fear I, looking back on my time and, and listening to you talk. I just keep thinking so much fear. It's fear. Yes. There's so much fear yes. around you know, messing up or there's so culturally like right. stepping away from stuff. It's everything's so fear based. If I don't give, I won't get, you know, we don't give to receive. But, yes. you know, what's that scripture in the Old Testament about, you know, the floodgates of heaven being open right. to us and that we were taught so right. many times on our Sunday morning tithing sermons. Yeah. Um, we have been conditioned, brainwashed, whatever you want to call it to live in fear. Yes. And that's why we won't hundred percent. Right. That's why half of these people won't leave. And I, God love them. God bless them. We love them. Yes. But I think that's why they won't leave. Yes. I think that's why they're going to go down with the ship. Yeah. So much get fear. off the freaking Titanic, people. Oh, they're just playing the you know, playing the music. I know. 
and I don't want it for them. Yeah. And I get if you're in church and you don't understand what we're saying, I understand that that is a place where people are. Mm-hmm. I hope and I know this is how much better I trust Jesus now and trust. I don't trust him on a lot, but I do trust him <laughs> on this. I'm learning. Mm-hmm. He comes in anywhere. Yeah. He will come in to Hillsong. Mm-hmm. He's there in people. He exists in those people. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I just want people to have a revelation of God the Son. That's it. That's not just, that's that's everything. Mm-hmm. So I pray that you have a revelation of Jesus, whether you believe or don't believe. He, I, I pray that you see him for who he is and that your life has hope because of it. Otherwise, this is a freaking, this is like a big revelation to me sitting here right now, mm-hmm. how huge this institution is. It's a monster. While you were talking about that, mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are other-centered, self-giving, self-sacrificial. Mm-hmm. It's perfect love. And as the Trinity is perfect love, when the institution wants to worship itself, (laughs) that the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost submit to their no to him. Yes. And I feel like that is what has happened in the churches. That the institution has collectively said no to you and yes to power. Yes. And we've had pastors tell us, mm-hmm. hey, pastor, yeah. I can't, I can't preach the truth right there because they won't give money. Mm-hmm. That's a no that he submits to yeah. and it brings sickness. And it's, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, if you, if we're talking, you know, going back to the episode we did the about, accusing. yeah, it's, it's, that is, it brings about sickness evil. and mm-hmm. evil and death. Mm-hmm. It's gross. Yeah. I, I just made me really sad. Yeah. That's the whole, I mean, it's heartbreaking. And, you know, it's easy to, even to read a horrifying report is easy compared to it happening to you or your child. Put yourself in that position. This is real happening to people, you know, and you're just like, yeah, I guess my question is, I mean, let's talk about God being in control there because I think it has a lot to do with how we view him and how we view the institution of church. Yeah. We've talked about it. We've touched on it. I just mm. listened to episode one again. Oh. <laughs> and we said, I don't even think God's in control. Right. And we never really went further because it was the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. But this is what we're talking about. Right. And I don't, I don't understand why evil happens. Yeah. However, along this line, he literally is a servant. Mm-hmm. He serves us, the God, the living God, like Jesus was a servant, washed feet, Mm -hmm. didn't force himself on people in any way. Never. He submits to our nose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's serious, but so is he. And he's, he's serious Mm -hmm. goodness. Mm -hmm. He's serious goodness. I really, really, really like the part of, um, uh god's humanity his permanent humanity yes there's something that you know in your grief and your pain he knows it yeah he knows our trauma yeah there's something that like 
that that makes me like latch on so yeah. tight to he's one yeah. of us mm. what how did you just say it that he knows our grief and our pain is that yeah. what you said that he yeah because he is uh because he is us yeah he is per he is uh baxter kruger talked about it about how when jesus became human it was not a temporary situation no his humanity he's still is still fully human he's fully, fully human God. he's yeah. still scars yeah i mean like like crowder said he's fully god and fully mm. human in one man unmingled he's mm. fully each mm. which means he fully knows the side that mm. we don't that we are just mm -hmm. seeing glimpses of as we know him but he fully understands mm. i mean this is the compassion of jesus okay mm. he even fully understands our nose mm -hmm. yeah yeah he fully yeah. understands our nose do you remember the brennan manning thing where his friend was a preacher and left his wife and kids and went and worked at some who knows what in the middle of nowhere it was freezing cold a mine or something and and the heater oh, broke and it was yeah. below zero in yeah. there and he was like christ i hate you yeah get out of my life yeah i hate you and he heard jesus weeping within mm -hmm. him being like i know mm -hmm. i understand he even knows he just his mm -hmm. compassion is beyond yeah. not only that there's a scripture i can't i'm so bad at scriptures if you haven't <laughs> noticed that talks about he's able to do more than we can ask or imagine mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's there's hope mm -hmm. which is painful sometimes but it's also a really 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 good lifeline and a really good part of a living god he does submit to our nose mm -hmm. he also shows up in our humanity Mm -hmm. and loves us no matter whether mm -hmm. we say no or not yeah and draws us to him sometimes within that saying no mm -hmm. so as as the church let's say yes and not no let's not sweep things under the rug mm -hmm. man if your pastors listen if you guys are pastors come on if you're southern baptist mm -hmm. pastors please for real come on please and i know <laughs> That this is asking something that I cannot comprehend being in mm -hmm. because it probably will get you fired if they're saying don't do it. Yeah. Is it worth being in that position? There's so many wounded people, you guys. Mm -hmm. There's so much compassion in Jesus. I just don't want to go mm -hmm. away from him. He's it. He's beautiful. He's overwhelmingly precious and powerful. But the compassion is what gets me right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't hold with the whole evangelical thing that I see going around Facebook about God judging our country. And no, there's a I lot don't. of crap going Shoot. down all the time. And it's just like, Ashley and I can tell you just in this last month, it's, it's like we're in a boxing ring. My dad said it to me. I feel like we're in a boxing yeah. ring. And there's no bell to give you a break on the yeah. sidelines to get a drink of water and a rest. Yeah. It is constant. Mm -hmm. So personally in our lives, yeah. we're talking multiple people, multiple deaths, multiple cancer, mm -hmm. multiple situations with family yeah. that break our hearts. Yeah. It doesn't end. And yet here we are. And you know what undoes me? The compassion of Jesus. Mm-hmm.
He doesn't get mad at us. But he does turn over tables when you use his father's house. <laughs> so yeah. get this yeah. out in the light mm -hmm. to bring healing mm -hmm. and stop making it a place where you make people have a warped view of who their God, who God is, mm -hmm. the God who made them and loves them, who's full of compassion, who's never against mm -hmm. them, who's always for them. That is the, th that's the one thing I saw in his humanity that he railed against that mm -hmm. and religion. Well, I still say Jesus did not come to start a religion. No, look what we went and did. Yeah. <sighs> he's, he's so real and better. He's so mm -hmm. much better. I just want people. I, I just want it. I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just heavy. It's so heavy. It's heavy. And, and if you haven't read the SBC report, I think that every I'll post it church, on our website. Okay. If you are a member of a Southern Baptist church, you you should feel obligated to read it. Yeah. If it's here's another thing. If it's just the what what were you on? What committee were you on? Personnel committee. If it's just the personnel committee or the little committees in church or the leadership talking about it, mm -hmm. that doesn't cut it. No. That's you don't get to, you don't get to hide it. Yeah. This is not the healthy way to deal with it. Mm -mm. This has been heavy. I feel, I feel it. Yeah. I just, I just hope that, I hope that it burns this mother down, <laughs> knocks over the tables mm -hmm. and gets, gets it out in the light. Or I hope, and I also at the same time hope that um, some good choices are made for once mm -hmm. on a corporate level. Mm-hmm. I would rather be, and I don't even know if submitting is the word I would use. I would rather be happy and in awe and fueled by his presence and love and let whatever comes out come out because it's going to be in health mm -hmm. rather than things keep going the way they are. Yeah. For the institutional church. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put John Crowder's um, Christology video up. Mm -hmm. I will put the SBC report up about yeah. of the abuses. Mm -hmm. I just want to give another shout out to Heidi in Australia because we've already talked mm -hmm. about her once because we love her. Yeah. She sent us a question and she wants to, she asked us, we'll read it on our next episode. Mm -hmm. I just wanted you to know, Heidi, that we will be talking about communion. Yeah. She asked what it means to us and what we think. And she kind of shared a little bit. So yeah. it's a really good question. Made me think. Uh, a lot harder than I care to. <laughs> Heidi. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So we're going to kind of be like, I'm going to yeah. be like meditating on it and kind of asking myself, yeah, what do, what do I think? Because I do yeah. have some thoughts and they're kind of mystical. Uh-huh. And same. Yeah. So I'm. that is a great question. Yeah. So Heidi, we'll be going over that and, and yeah. talking about that on our next episode. And also want to give a really quick thank you to the Leaving Hillsong podcast, mm -hmm. who Saturday morning, or was it Sunday morning? Sunday morning, mm -hmm. I woke up to my husband saying, sausage, egg, and McMuffin, <laughs> which is a weekly weekend occurrence and it makes me laugh yeah or i say stop saying that i'm not getting out of bed yet but i went and got it and i put on the latest episode of the leaving hill song and she said so the shannon in savannah georgia wrote me an email and i'm like what i didn't yeah. write her an email about our podcast i just said the stories are really moving yeah and i told yeah. her how you know 
we grew up in the South and we mm-hmm. deal, deal with, have dealt with some things as well, but just loved the stories. Yeah. And she said, everybody just shout out. Thank you. And go listen to Gloria Sings podcast. I was like, Aww. what? But thank you, Perfect. Tanya at Leaving Hill Songs. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah. We needed Sean from Harkening Deer here to help us talk well, about the meditation. We've talked we with him before, podcast? but yeah, we're going to link his yeah. podcast again. Cause because that's a great place I'm telling to start. y'all, it is a good place to start. Yep. It's beautiful. It's it's short, yeah. sweet, yep. and powerful. Yeah. And in such a good heart behind it. Mm. So we'll put his website up. Mm. Um, if you like our podcast, will you please go either write a review or just give it five stars? I mean, come on, people. I mean, it's us. Because what that does is it help it helps it raise up and then other people can find it. Yeah. And we really want to hear from you. Um, yeah. You can email us at gloriousthingspodcast at gmail.com. You can go to our website, gloriousthingspodcast.com. If the name of your abuser is on that 205-page report and you want to share your story, we want to hear it. Yeah. And... If the name of your abuser is on those 205 pages and the abuse was not against you listed, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. then we encourage you to come forward yeah, and know that you are loved and you, we want to help in any way that we can. Yeah. And hook you up with somebody who's trained and skilled, but, and just listen and give you a hug. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love you. We love y'all. Yeah. Have a good week. Don't go to church. Um, (laughs) Go meditate. Listen to the Harkening Deer and do meditation on Sunday instead of going to church. And just say, hey, Jesus, here I am. Yeah. Be still. Oh, I do want to read one thing before we go. Okay. This Brad Jersak thing. Mm -hmm. It cracked me up. So Brad Jersak, this Eastern Orthodox theologian that we always talk about, Mm -hmm. who we love and has been so helpful in our awakening i'd say yeah he posted this thing the other day so it's him saying this me in an actual service quote john writes everyone who loves is born of god and knows god and the next word he says isn't but end quote then the congregation he said hands shoot up all around the room and he says yes you there pointing to a hand in the fourth row guy in the fourth row says but So oh, everyone God, who so loves good. is born of God. Yeah. If you love, if you have love yeah. in your heart, if you struggle to have love in your heart, but you want it, if you've shut down love in your heart, mm. we're all born of him. Yeah. But everyone who has any love, you're born of God. And we're all born with love. Mm-hmm. It just gets broken along the way. Yeah. So you're not damaged goods. You're loved and you're yeah. born in love. Peace out and have mm. an absolutely kick-ass week. Bye. Bye. The Glorious Things Podcast is hosted and made by Shannon Ruddy and Ashley Simmons. Go to our website, GloriousThingsPodcast.com, to see show notes, videos, books, and other things we may mention during this episode and previous ones. Please subscribe or follow our podcast and consider leaving a review, a good one. We're glad you're listening.